Welcome to the Youth Ministry in Motion Podcast. The number one youth ministry podcast on the planet. The show that keeps you motivated and your youth ministry moving forward. Now, here's your host, author, speaker, and trainer, Paul Turner. Well, Happy New Year, everybody. Happy 2021. Aren't you glad it's a new year? And that last year is gone and this year has come. Uh, I know that uh, for myself personally, uh, you know, I have to be honest, I was not uh, directly impacted by um, 2020 for various reasons. I have grown kids and, and so I didn't have to go through the schooling. Uh, I had jobs that were uh, considered, at least for the year, uh, re- required or uh, essential. And so I got to keep working. Uh, so I am blessed and thankful for uh, the opportunity to uh, to uh, have have survived uh, in such a way. I know many of you maybe uh, went through uh, some various struggles, and for that, I am sorry. Uh, but 2021 is going to be better, better. Why? Well, because we're going to grow. Uh, we're going to trust Jesus. We're going to uh, work hard uh, at what we do. You're going to work hard at being a great youth worker. And uh, you're going to impact the lives of kids this year in a way that you didn't do it last year. You're going to impact new kids, kids coming into your youth group, uh, kids that don't come to your youth group, kids who are just in your church. It's going to be a great year for you. I believe that. I believe that with all my heart. So uh, let's talk about shout outs real quick. I want to give some shout outs to some folks. Um, Users, uh, you know, I get to see sometimes there are some of you that are uh, users uh, that uh, are listed there that says, hey, I've listened to a few podcasts. Uh, shout out to user 74048996. There's no name with that, it's just a user. Uh, and then there's a young lady named uh, Nimbe. So, uh, uh, sorry, Nimgay. Nimgay. Nimgay, thank you for listening. And uh, shout outs to some cities Columbus, Ohio. You're consistently ranked in the top cities that are uh, represented here on the show. So I want to say, uh, way to go, Columbus, Ohio. And congratulations on your win over Clemson. And uh, I will go ahead and uh, give you a condolence now uh, that you're probably going to lose to uh, the Alabama Crimson Tide. So my condolences early uh, for that. Uh, also, Marble Falls, Texas. That's new. Marble Falls, Texas. Welcome, Marble Falls. Thanks for listening. And our top countries uh, for this week is Canada and Zimbabwe. Welcome, Canada. You're all nice people. And Zimbabwe, I'm sure you're equally nice. So I want to thank all of you for listening, for those that are listening uh, right here in our own country and for those who are listening around the world. And that's what makes us, really, that's what makes this uh, the number one youth ministry podcast. So I want to thank you guys for making it such. It's because of your listening uh, and your sharing and all of those things that has uh, has created this. Before we get into the topic today of making a difference in 2021, uh, I want to talk about something brand new that I started. It is a Facebook group. If you've never been to the Facebook page, uh, I have a Facebook page. And I just decided this year I want to make a Facebook group for all of you to come ask questions about the topics that I'm talking about. Maybe you need help 
kind of hashing out, even, even though I give, you know, specific instructions sometimes, or I, you know, uh, really expand on an idea, it may not be hitting, uh, the questions that you're really asking, or you're really thinking about implementation. How do I get this done? And I, and I really want to create a space where you can ask questions and dig deeper into the topic, uh, that maybe you have heard. Uh, on the show here. I also wanted to create a space uh, for conversations. Really, that's why I create content. I don't create content contrary to popular belief to listen to the sound of my own voice. I actually create content so that um, we can have a conversation. That's the point. The point isn't just to get information out into the world. There are some of you who would like to have a conversation about youth ministry and you don't feel like you have anybody to talk to. And that's why I'm creating uh, the Youth Ministry Emotion Facebook group. And I'm going to put a link uh, down in the show notes. So I hope that you'll show up. There are some questions you have to answer uh, to get in, uh, but I hope you will. And I hope that you'll give it a shot and say, look, we're going to try this thing for three months, six months, you know, and see what uh, what the response is. I would love for you to be a part. Um, and that's it. That's, uh, that's kind of the opening uh, salvo there of uh, what we're getting into today, which is talking about making a difference in 2021. Nobody gets into youth work for the money. Nobody I have ever met, and I certainly didn't get into it for the money. I got into it because I wanted to make a difference, right? I, I had a great uh, youth ministry history. I had three great youth pastors in my life. They each taught me a valuable lesson about the gospel. And that's why I'm, I went into youth ministry. And that's why I continue to stay in youth ministry and ministering to you guys. But the problem with asking uh, am I making a difference is for me, at least was the fact that I asked it way too early, way too early in my career. You know, I was worried about, was I making a difference? Really? That's kind of where we, we ask that question because then we, we start to doubt ourselves. We start to think of ourselves as imposters. We start to think of ourselves as inadequate. And, uh, I want to tell you, if you're asking that question, you say, well, I want to make a difference. Well, you will, but you may be asking it just a little too early, uh, in your journey. And the problem is I wanted to know immediately, right? And that's the problem with social media and other things that we want immediate feedback, but I'm, but that's always been around There's, you know, personality wise, you, I wanted to hear immediate feedback. Was I doing well? What was I doing the right thing? Once again, those are not terrible questions. I was just asking them too early. I, those, the questions to those answers were not going to come to me, uh, short term. They were going to come to me in the next four years. And um, making a difference, folks, is long-term work. The key in the question, am I making a difference, is making. And that word making is ongoing. It's never finished. You're never done, you know, with your youth group. You're never done with, you know, sharing your faith. You're never done. It's making. Jesus said, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. That's an ongoing process. That's not one and done. It's not, okay, this is it. And now it's over. I've made you a fisher of men. No, we keep fishing. We keep doing. So then the question then becomes is how do you uh, get to the point where you say it's time to ask the question and are there, you know, is there some things I can do along the way uh, that I, that will reveal the answers to me as to whether or not I'm making a difference. Uh, And I would say the first one is this is showing up regardless of your endeavor, you have to show up consistently, you know, every week, every Wednesday, every Sunday night, every Sunday morning, right? You have to show up regardless if you see any fruit at all. Can you imagine, 
you know, uh, Jesus had to deal with his disciples and many days probably did not see uh, the kind of growth that he thought he should see. Although him being God, he saw the long-term game of it. He saw the long-term process of discipleship. And Jesus told a parable and it starts this way. And he told them many things in parables, saying, a farmer went out to sow his seed. And that's from Matthew 13, 3. You see, you make a difference every time you show up and sow a seed. But sowing requires patience. Listen, you're making a difference. If you're sowing seed, you are making a difference. You're putting a seed somewhere where a seed did not exist before. And so putting that seed in there is making a difference. Now, listen, I'm no farmer. But I suspect the farmer doesn't get too disappointed if he or she wakes up the next day and does not see the harvest. Sowing is hard. Sowing means breaking ground so the seed can be sown. The sowing of the seed of the word of God comes from showing up week after week, month after month, and year after year. Even with those students whose ground is hard and seemingly impenetrable. I want you to think about that for a moment, right? You have to, as a farmer, a sower of the seed of the word of God, you have to show up every week in the face of hard ground many times. And you have to say, look, I'm going to put a seed where there's, where there, where a seed is not, has not been before, or a seed that has not gotten through a certain level of that dirt or that hardness of ground. And you show up every week. And you say it's long-term. And it was oftentimes, for me at least, that I found the greatest joy in sowing into that hard ground because those students couldn't give anything back to me. They weren't going to give anything back to me. They, they, they took me at face value and I took them at face value, but I continued to sow into them. And the action itself was worthwhile. The action of sowing the, 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 the act of faith of sowing that says, look, I don't know what this seed's going to do, but this seed is a seed. It's meant to grow. It's meant to do something. And I can't control the ground. I can't control that. I can, I can tend to it. Uh, I can help facilitate and break it. But ultimately the Holy Spirit is the one that's going to do that. Uh, and I, there's a great uh, uh, a quote from Mahatma Gandhi that says, it's the action not the fruit of the action that's important. You have to do the right thing. It may not be in your power, may not be in your time that there'll be any fruit, but that does not mean you stop doing the right thing. You may never know what the results are that come from your actions, but if you do nothing, there will be no result. I want you to think about that for a moment. You have to show up because the action of sowing the seed is the, is the joy of the gospel. It's, 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 I am sharing, I am investing, and I am doing. The action of showing up, in hard times especially, builds credibility, and it is the beginning of making a difference. I want to recommend, but I'm going to put a, a link in the, uh, in the show notes to an episode called The Power of Showing Up with my guest, Amber Gaddis. It's a great episode about showing up, and I want to share that with you guys, so be sure to tune into that. Uh, the second way you can make a difference is do the work, right? Showing up is only part of making a difference. You can show up and be absent and not present. Uh, you have to do the work. The work is speaking, planning, and building relationships, but it's also discipline, parent meetings, staff meetings, and 50 other things that are on your list. William Arthur Ward said, do more than belong, participate. Do more than care, 
help. Do more than believe, practice. Do more than be fair, be kind. Do more than forgive, forget. And do more than dream, work. It's a fantastic quote. Uh, it is, it is, it is the challenge to go beyond the basic of saying, I'm going to show up and just speak a message, or I'm going to show up and have youth group tonight. Listen, if you'll do this, if you just simply do the work at whatever level you can do that work, your students are going to see you fail as you do the work and it will show them how to fail. Well, your students will see you succeed as you do the work, show them how to succeed well. And your students will see you weep as you struggle. Show them how to struggle well. They're watching your life. They're watching in you in your failures, in your successes, and in your struggles. Teach them to do it well. The work needs to be done, but as the work is getting done, students are observing how you respond to conflict, respond to small crowds when there's not enough you know, kids there. Right. I can remember in my groups that I, I, I would I would quit saying, well, where is everybody uh, that that I, I eliminated that from my vocabulary because it diminished the people who did show up. And I had to say, look, all the people that are here are super valuable. Guys, thank you so much. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being a part. They're going to watch us have family issues. They're going to watch us go through all these things. How you do the work is as important as doing the work itself. The third part in making a difference, I believe, is savoring the process. Destination disease is a real thing. Looking for results all the time is exhausting. You have to enjoy every part of the process in making a difference or the work simply becomes drudgery. Every kid doesn't have to get saved every week for you to make a difference. An adult that shows up regularly in their lives is making a difference. And if I learned anything as a youth pastor, it, it was to look around the youth room and enjoy watching students engage with each other, watch leaders loving on kids, listen to the band rehearse, uh, to be present in those moments because they're all going to be gone too soon, right? For those of us who stayed in it for 30 years or you stay in it for five years, you know, that part of the, of, of ministry maybe uh, may go away. So you have to learn to savor the moments that you are in it. The fourth and final uh, piece of advice, I guess I would give in uh, making a difference uh, in, in 2021 or any year uh, is celebrate the progress. Having been in a few churches myself, five years or more, uh, and I believe three years is a minimum for you to be able to see that process unfold of making a difference. I got to watch middle school students become seniors on graduation Sunday. It was one of my favorite days because I rejoiced at the time that I had with these students, at least the ones who, who didn't show up just for graduation day, the ones who I actually knew. You know what I'm saying. You know what I'm talking about. Those kids that show up on graduation Sunday and you have not seen them all year long. You know what I'm saying? But listen, I would become thoughtful and grateful while putting together the slideshow for that graduation uh, ceremony. I'd watched, I'd watched these kids grow up, overcome challenges, had moments of prayer and powerful moments with the Lord with them. And, uh, and I had some fun in the process as well. And I had to, you know, we have to celebrate that. You have to celebrate the process 
and the progress. Graduation Sunday shouldn't be the only time we celebrate students for their accomplishments. I love doing award ceremonies. I love handing out trophies for leadership and service. I made a big deal when a kid went on to the, their first missions trip or to their first camp. Equally, I made sure to affirm students when I caught them practicing what Christ taught them. If I saw them being kind, I said something to them about seeing them grow in that, right? If I caught a picture of them uh, serving, I made sure to post it and tag them in it so they, they knew that I was watching uh, what they were doing. Celebrating the progress students make, no matter how small, makes a big difference. So let me get back to the main question. Am I making a difference? Are you making a difference? If you're providing a safe place for teens to share their hearts, if you're preaching the gospel, if you're leading students to be faithful followers of Christ, if you're showing up, if you're doing the work, you're making a difference. Eventually, all these kids grow up and, and you know they call you. They'll call you to ask for advice. Uh, they will ask you to marry them, right? They will ask you uh, if you want to come to get together for dinner or do game night. Students will call you. Students will want to still be part of your life and share a story or share a meal with you. Uh, and it's in those moments, in those moments, 5, 10, 15 years after that last youth meeting, you'll discover that you've made a difference. If I can close with a quick story, I was recently on Instagram and um, I wasn't tagged in this. I just found it. There was a young lady who had been at uh, one of the camps that I spoke at and she was sharing her testimony. Uh, her youth group encouraged, was encouraging students to share their testimony. She was sharing her testimony and she, um, you know, uh, God bless her. She, she shared it. She did a great job. She just she nailed it. She just nailed her testimony and, and went into the stories and the background behind it and, you know, what God was doing in her life. And oh, essentially God had showed her that this wasn't about her. Uh, this is about her and, and God moving through her and so forth. And I was really blessed uh, that she had the opportunity to mention uh, me in that conversation that I got to be a part of that. And that's a year, that's, you know, that's uh, six months, seven months later. And God will bring those things up in your life. You'll see things that, uh, that you, you, and I, I say in quotations, you know, accidentally, that God will find a way to remind you that you're making a difference. Don't uh, give up on yourself. Don't give up on the process. Put these things to work in your youth ministry. Um, some days you just got to put your head down and get, get after it. But let me tell you something. God will go to the greatest lengths to remind you that you are making a difference uh, for his kingdom. And that's it guys. I hope this episode was a blessing to you. I know that you want to make a difference, uh, in 2021, you want to make a difference every year. Uh, but let me encourage you. You, you got to do these four things. You got to, this is going to help you understand, especially if you're early in the process of, uh, of doing youth ministry, these are going to help you along the way. And I would love to hear from you. If you will go over to the Facebook group, like I said, there'll be a link down in the, in the show notes there. Uh, please go visit and please come join me. I would, I don't want to talk to myself. I want to talk with you. I want to have a conversation with you about the thing that you maybe love the most beyond Jesus and your family is that you love your students. You love this thing called youth ministry. And, and you know what? It's just time to not do it alone. It's time to have those conversations and you can help lead this podcast through, uh, through the things you suggest. There'll be polls, there'll be prizes, there'll be other things going on in there, not just uh, chit chat and whatnot, but it's going to be very focused um, you know, on what we're talking about on this podcast. And you can have 
uh, an impact on that. You can make a difference uh, by doing that. So go join, be a part, answer those questions. And I look forward to seeing you in the group. And remember, if nobody has told you lately that you're doing a good job, you're doing a good job and you're going to get better and you're going to make a difference. I'll see you guys next week. You've been listening to the Youth Ministry in Motion podcast with Paul Turner. Visit thediscipleproject.net to sign up for the Youth Ministry Roundup newsletter and get powerful and practical youth ministry tools in your inbox every month.